Hi there, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Pour It Out with Alina Beverly. I'm your host, Alina, and I'm super excited to have you join me today. The month of August marks the end of my first year having a podcast. It feels so crazy to say that. Like, I can't even put into words how crazy it feels <laughs> to say that. Um, and I just want to start out by saying thank you to every single person, every single one of you who has listened to this, who has encouraged me, who has supported me, who has prayed for me, who has participated and been on the first year, all of the things. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I thought it would be fun to take a look back um, before we start a new year and go into the second year of Pour It Out, I thought it would be fun to look back over some of the older episodes and some of the, the ones that we did in this first year. So for the month of August, for the rest of the month of August, we are going to take a little look back. And I will be sharing a few times a week. Um, I'm going to do a couple a week and just share some of the older episodes. Um, I want to say I have no rhyme or reason for sharing the ones that I do. Um, I had all of these great ideas to ask for feedback and everything. And to be honest, um, this summer has just been filled with a lot of unexpected things. And um, if you listened to a podcast a few weeks ago that I did, you know what I'm talking about. But between surgery and uh, setbacks after surgery and just craziness. I wasn't able to do things the way that I had originally planned. So I am just going to randomly be showing <laughs> or picking um, a few episodes. And so each week there will be a few for you to listen to. If you have never listened to them, please do take some time and listen to some of the ones I hope that they encourage you. I hope that they make you smile and I hope more than anything that they push you closer to Jesus. And if you have listened to them, I hope that you'll go back and listen to them because there are some really great conversations early on um, that you may have forgotten about or maybe just need to hear again uh, to get some fresh encouragement, some fresh hope. So I hope that you enjoy it. Grab your favorite coffee, your favorite tea, your favorite drink. And join me as I pour it out with some of my friends and some of the awesome, awesome people in our wonderful community. Well, hi, Miss Betty. Hello. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So how about to get things started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well... I was born here, here, I live in Circleville, and I was born, and uh, my parents' name were, sometimes people don't, what kind of name is that? Faustina Althea was my mother's name, and wow. uh, she, and we were da Davis, I, my last name was Davis at that time, a lot of people kid me, said, oh, you're Betty Davis, <laughs> I said, no. No, no. And, and people used to call me Janie. That was, that's my nickname. My dad's name was Luther T. Davis, Luther Thomas Davis. And I was born here in Circleville in the south end of town mm -hmm. right now. My house is still down there where I last lived. You know, we moved, I think, two, two or three times. And I was not a rich girl. We were very, I'd say, poor. We were poor, and and my uh, the everybody down in that that end of town was poor, you know. But we didn't know it mm -hmm. because we gave to one another and uh, uh, talked to one another, went to school to one another, with one another, and so that's where I was, I was born. And I didn't I didn't know anything until. You know, your mind don't process child sometimes when mm -hmm. you're little, like one, two, and three. I didn't know nothing. I just, you know, but I was here. Mm -hmm. And I know that God uh, wanted me to be here. I didn't know him at that time. But I always, I always at, at four years old, I started remembering things. Mm -hmm. I, I remember my grandpa, my dad's dad, dying. 
And I always remember him. He always fascinated me. We ate out of places, you know, but he ate out of pie pan with a knife. And he always had a knife. So some of these older people that listen to this might remember that. Mm -hmm. A pie pan and a knife. Just a knife. No, no spoon, no fork. I never <laughs> seen him have that. Every meal? Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh. And he lived with somebody else, but always when I saw him, he that's what he would eat me out of. But, uh, and I thought that was fascinating. And I, and I remember that as a child at mm -hmm. four years old. A lot of times you don't remember, but mm -hmm. God always brings memories back mm -hmm. to me. Good mm -hmm. memories. Mm -hmm. And then... How many siblings do you have? I have... Uh, there were seven of us. Okay. Seven of us children. Uh, and where do you fall? Where do you fall in the order? Oh, third. Okay. I'm the third oldest. Yeah. Yep. Third oldest. Father, son, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three. But then uh, my my sister, she was the oldest. And she's gone now. I think there's, there's, see, Rosemary's gone, and William's gone. He was after me, and um, let's see, one, two, there's three of us gone. Now, three, there's two. Let me tell you, there's three of us left. Okay. Me and my, I have two brothers. Are they Columbus. here? Yeah, they live in Columbus. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you and, get to uh, see them a lot, or do you get to see them? They're once in a nursing home. No, I don't get to see them a lot. We talk on the phone. And then one is at home okay. with Alzheimer's and the other one can't walk. And uh, so we could, we just talk to one another. And I wanted to tell you my sister, how I started going to church. Mm -hmm. I, I love church. I love Sunday school. And she, and we'd have to walk. It was about, I'd say a mile and a half. We had to walk every Sunday to church. And I, I, I couldn't wait to get there. We had these, had these little cars little Sunday school cards. Mm -hmm. I, I always had to get my little Sunday school card. And mostly the picture on there was Jesus. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know him. You know, I just know him as a child like that. But I love, if I miss Sunday school, like I do now, if I miss church, mm -hmm. I feel like something's missing. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know him or nothing, but I just, I loved him. I just loved him so much. How old were you when you started going? Pardon? How old were you when you started going? Five. Five. I was five years old. Uh -huh. Just you and your sister or your whole family? My sister and the whole, all, all of them. All of them. And then my grand, my granddad, he would bring us home. We'd walk and then he'd bring us home. And he'd take us to Williamsport. You know where Williamsport mm -hmm. is. They had a spring water. It was a little spring water mm -hmm. in a little brook. Clear clear you could just see the bottom of it and we'd go take our jugs over there mm -hmm. and fill it up with spring water and kick it on oh. and drink it it was so cool mm -hmm. oh it's cold it, it, i don't think it's over there now or something it's muddy probably now mm -hmm. but now but it was i mean clear struck clear mm -hmm. when we went over there so he, he'd take us home there's so many things that i could share uh about my childhood but school and uh, a lot of times that we didn't, when I went to school, I, I, I was called all kinds of names. I had to overcome that. Mm -hmm. I don't cry. And, uh, but uh, I had maybe two friends in school that they was, they was poor too, but you don't, it, uh, I didn't have the clothes to wear. All, all my all my siblings quit school except me. Out of seven children, I was the only one that graduated. Wow. And uh, a lot of times, uh, I didn't, the teachers weren't nice then days. I had, one time I had my, had my name written in the cloakroom. It's where you hang your clothes. Mm -hmm. Well, I got a paddling. They get paddling back in them days. And I mean the paddle. I mean mm -hmm. a paddle. <laughs> and, and, uh, so a lot of times, if you got a paddle in school, if it wasn't right for your parents, you got you one got when you get home. home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I got that. And then one time, a nurse saw saw this girl didn't like me. She tore up all my school books. And the nurse was coming by. I got blamed for that because my books were tore. Theirs wasn't tore. So I got another paddle in the school. Even though she saw her do it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she, she was come by. And I, I told the truth. 
And I was truthful about everything. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and I got a paddling, but I guess I must have needed it. <laughs> well. But anyhow, I would go to school with re- and a lot of times I couldn't go to school because I didn't have didn't have shoes to wear. I had to put uh, yeah, paper box mm-hmm. cardboard in my shoes mm-hmm. to keep the water from coming in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I kept on going. Mm-hmm. I kept on going to school because I I just just something. And then when I was little. That kept pushing me. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what it was, and I and those little Sunday school cards. I, I love Jesus, mm-hmm. and uh, I would. Uh, we had a warm, warm morning stove. I don't know if you know what those are or not. Uh, it's just a stove. You put cold, cold mm-hmm. in it, and corn cobs if you had them. Corn cobs they say would clean the candies out. So my dad would blank bank the stove at nighttime with the coals and then in the morning you fire it up again so i had we had to wash my clothes at nighttime to be able to wear the next day my socks and stuff like that my undies but i can look back on it and see how far god has brought me yeah yeah Uh, i was born in 1934 went through the depression had had them little tokens in order to get certain foods like flour sugar butter mm-hmm. and all that and you didn't have those tokens you couldn't get that stuff mm-hmm. so we did have that my dad worked hard he he walked to work every day from the south end clear downtown circleville until they did let him have a car let the have a truck to work. my mom she worked what she could she was sick she uh, had a bad heart bad heart and I can remember one one night, my my little brother, he was 27 when he died. His name was Larry Joseph because he was born. He was born about oh, I'd say uh, half an hour, an hour after Christmas, mm-hmm. on the 26th mm-hmm. of December, he was born. And he was had a bad had a bad heart and had uh, oh trying to think of what the name it would be called he had the seizures oh, mm-hmm. he had seizures and I had him in bed with me one night because I I loved him and, and he's just such a little fella and I put him in bed with me and pretty soon he he would start shaking he start shaking and turn blue and stuff and so the doctors told us when he did that that you just rubbed their arm so I started rubbing his nose and he, his color come back. Mm. That's a patient memory to me. Yeah. Because God brought it back. Yeah. Yeah. No. My God has been so good. It's taken me through a whole lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot I won't share mm-hmm. because it's sort of personal. And, mm-hmm. How how old were you when you got married? I was uh, 21. And then you had three kids. Mm-hmm. I had three kids. Mm-hmm. And how far apart are they? Oh, uh, let's see now. Denise was born in uh, 55. Beth, Beth was born in, Brent was born in, 58 and Beth was born in 62. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're spaced pretty good. Mm-hmm. I wanted a whole lot of kids, but I never, I never got to have them. But <laughs> I was good and good to get those three. <laughs> yeah. So, and our marriage didn't work out very good. So I moved back to Circleville. And uh, then one, one day, the Lord spoke to me so plain, so plain. I was sitting on the, that couch, not that couch, but another couch. Mm-hmm. And the Lord says, I want you to go down. I want you to take care of Lloyd. And that was my husband. Mm-hmm. And I had to, sh- I shook my head this way. I thought, hmm. 
but I did. I went, I took care of him and uh, he had, he was a diabetic. Mm -hmm. I took care of him best way I could and I took care of him and I, and I remember uh, him, we always put him out here, out here in the garage because he liked to smoke. And uh, the Lord spoke to me about that. He said, you, you let him smoke and uh, you give him a certain amount a day. So I gave him seven a day and he was smoking me. He said, you shorted me, but I didn't short him. He was, yeah. And then so one day his brother came up and gave him pack cigarettes and a lighter. And uh, he kind of felt guilty. Uh, he kept standing around, standing around, wanting to give me something. So he gave me the pack of cigarettes and the lighter. So I thought that, I said, Lord, oh, you're working. But uh, uh, I've had some good times and bad times, and we had to take care of him. So I would drive back and forth to Frankfurt mm -hmm. every, almost every day. And one night he was hallucinating. He's out in the street just calling, just carrying on. And uh, I know people heard him, but they knew him. He'd been down there. He'd born and raised down there. So uh, Denise was watching him then at that time. And so I, I went, she called me and I said, I went right down. So I had to take him out to the doctor and some medicine that he was getting taken uh, wasn't... Uh, acting right with him mm -hmm. and so beth and i took him out here and he still was that they gave him his food and he would throw it he he'd throw it he'd throw it at me and beth and we'd get soft with food <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't he thought it was funny but we did not think mm -hmm. it was funny <laughs> so it was we had time with him but then he had then we had to it was getting too much he couldn't come i could move him up here that take care of him down there like i wanted to because it was getting too much on me i was losing a lot of a lot of strength and mm -hmm. stuff and i couldn't pack his wheelchair and i'd have to so we just brought him up here mm -hmm. and took care of him and lord that's okay it's okay you take care of him he still belongs to you mm -hmm. yeah so by law you know we were were divorced mm -hmm. but by god's law i wasn't yeah God showed me that. Yeah. And so I took care of him. And we had shifts, you know. Me and mm -hmm. Beth had shifts. Well, I got all the shifts mostly. Because <laughs> he'd call me. He'd start calling me mom. Mom, I need I he wasn't hard to take care of. Mm -hmm. It just was hard to drag back and forth. I'd clean him up and everything. Take just take care of him like I would do a normal because I'd had I'd worked in hospital. I've worked in five hospitals. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I worked in Chilcothy Hospital, which I loved down there. And I had to, uh, I'll kind of get off. I had to quit down there because Denise had, we had this wreck mm -hmm. where it disfigured her face. Mm -hmm. And a lady died in this wreck. So I quit working hospitals down there. And she was, oh, let's see, Denise was going to be turned 14 mm -hmm. when she had that wreck. So it kind of threw it as not hard to think about. Uh, I, I went uh, kind of hysterical mm -hmm. when I seen her coming out of the car. At that time, you didn't have to have seat belts. Mm -hmm. But now you have to have those seat belts on there. I make sure I put my seat belt mm -hmm. on all the time. But uh, anyway. Well, why don't you tell me how did you you went to Sunday school and stuff when you were five, but when did you? Oh, when? When I, did you get saved? When oh, did you when meet I got Jesus? Saved? Mm -hmm. Well, Lloyd, Lloyd was. It's two times. Lloyd was uh, saved. Lloyd had he was saved. Mm -hmm. He 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 was a preacher's son, mm -hmm. and uh, he and he was saved. But that don't make no difference if you're preacher's son or not. But he he was saved. But uh, he got off on the wrong track sometime. So I said, well, Lloyd was gone to, he was in the service when I went forward. And I said, well, all they said you had to do was just go up there to the altar and, and tell them you want to see, you know, want to have Jesus in your heart. So I did that. 
So I went up and they said, just repeat after me. So I did. I repeated after them. And then I guess I was saved. And I got baptized. I got baptized. And then I wanted to do everything for Jesus, just do everything I could for him. I got in a missionary and I took care of the uh, children, you know, mm-hmm. and I'd like one to be in that, you know, uh, just everything, just everything I wanted to be. And I, I was, I just felt so good at first and then seemed things, I don't know, just didn't, didn't add up right. I still felt like something was missing in there. So there was a lady that asked me to go to church with her sometime. And I said, well, I usually don't go unless Lloyd goes with me. And he always reads the Bible to me and stuff like that. But she didn't say anything. She just kept her mouth shut. You know, she knew. And so later on, I was in my living room, and this was in Frankfurt, when I lived in Frankfurt. I was in my living room, and I was reading the Bible. I just, And I think I was in the book of John. I don't know what book it is. All I know is I was reading. I was reading the Word, because I always felt something wasn't right. All of a sudden, I started crying. I mean, crying. Heart felt crying. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this... Uh, brick or the brick wall or something mm-hmm. was on my chest and I couldn't get that off of there. I prayed and I said, Lord, help me. I can't hand, I can't handle this. For three days, I was like that. It was in January. It was January 21st, 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 22nd and 23rd. And it might have been the 24th. <laughs> and so I kept crying and crying. And I mean, I cried. And, uh, Lloyd, and Lloyd was home that day. I don't know why he was home. He's always at work. And uh, Did you have kids at this point? Pardon? Did you have kids at this point, or was it just... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Beth was born. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was old when I got saved. But, I got saved. <laughs> but anyhow, let me tell you the rest of the story. But anyhow, because it's exciting. Uh, I He said, let's go up to your... Let's go up to mom and dad. They'll know what's the matter with you. Because I didn't know what was married. That that's the thing. I didn't know what was the matter with me. Mm-hmm. And I said, and they said, I said, okay, because I was still crying. I was crying on them when I went up there. They said, Oh, you just need more faith. And he said, You go home and you read eleventh uh, chapter of Hebrews. Well, I went home and I read eleventh chapter of Hebrews. That didn't do no good. <laughs> and I kept calling my pastor uh, to church and uh she, his wife kept saying, well, he's not here yet. For three days, I did that. For three whole days. And I was in misery. I couldn't sleep, couldn't eat. I couldn't do anything. And uh, and I didn't know that it was God. I was trying to, I was calling out to God to help me. But didn't know, you know, didn't know nothing. Mm-hmm. I was just blank up here. And so I called every day. Two or three times, and I might call two or three times a day. I don't even know what happened in between them. And so one day, his wife answered the phone again, and she said, she said, I know what's the matter with you. And I said, you do? She said, yeah. She said, Has you ever, have you ever uh, uh, asked the Lord to come into your heart and ask him to be your personal Savior? And just then, it clicked. A light bulb went on. I said, no, but I sure do now. And honey, you talk about somebody dancing. <laughs> I danced all over that house. I just danced. That all that lifted off mm-hmm. of me. I mean, I felt like a new person, mm-hmm. a new, a new creature, like mm-hmm. they say in the Bible, mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. I mean, I just loved Him so. Let me tell you, you better not hit a fly. <laughs> I had that much love. No bugs. You couldn't. You couldn't kill a bug at that time. I mean. It's honest the truth. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. I'm telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. I love. I love that Jesus so much. He just came and just flooded me with His love, just love, love, just builders of love. And I just wanted to. Right then, I wanted to go share it with people. I wanted. To, Lloyd thought I was crazy. But on the way back from their house, 
something said, and I didn't know what it was, was the Holy Spirit said, everything's going to be all right. And I told Lloyd this. I said, Lloyd, something just told me everything's going to be all right. I mean, he just spoke to me. Lloyd looked at me. I've been called crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been. I have been called crazy. This is a nut, you know. And I have done people that know God mm -hmm. have called me that. But I know what I received that mm -hmm. day. And I wanted to go over and I, I shared it with my next door neighbor. You probably know him if I told you their whole poem. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went over and I said, I just found I just found Jesus. I just or he just found me. <laughs> I didn't it didn't matter there because I was I was in I was in I wanted to go to be I said, Lord, can I come? Can I come to be with you? Mm -hmm. Can I go to heaven with you? He wouldn't take me. He wouldn't take me out. I, and uh, but I had I was just dancing. I just dancing everywhere. I, I felt like I was five feet off the off the floor. I mean, and I know that I had found him. And I went next door to these people, and I said I just found Jesus. And the man was happy for me, very happy. And I went to hug her and show, and she says, well, it's too bad you can't keep him. And I said, Lord, I said to myself, I said, Lord, why can't I keep you? Why can't I keep you? So I left there, and I wanted to go somewhere else to share. And so I went to uh, my Uncle Jesse and, and, our, and Irene. I went to them and uh, told them, I said, I just found Jesus. And they, they live somewhere. I can't remember where they live. <laughs> and I went to tell them, and they, oh, they was happy. But we just danced around. And that, that, that just, oh, I said, oh, do you believe me? They just mm -hmm. danced around. Well, they really knew Jesus. And then I couldn't stay in my bed at nighttime. I just was just so full. And so I got up early. I knew that the kids next door delivered papers. Uh, early on Sunday morning, and so I went over there and knocked at about six o'clock in the morning. I went over there and I knocked on their door. And the, this is the lady that I think been praying. She been praying for me. I don't think no, she had been praying for me that I'd really have the the real spirit and find Jesus the right. And so I went in there. They were just coming downstairs to to deliver their paper route, and I think I kind of woke them up. But I said, <laughs> I said. I just found Jesus. They said, yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> they hadn't been there too long. They they had found him, mm -hmm. you know, Jesus. And so, and I, I was satisfied because I, but I couldn't, I could not sit still. I couldn't sit still. We couldn't wait to get to church to tell people at church, you know. And so I went to church and I had, I had fasted. I don't, I don't think this happened that time when I went to church. But I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't sit still. I had to share Jesus. And so, but one one Sunday morning, I'll tell you this: one Sunday morning, I went to church. Well, I got I got to shout. I didn't know. I was. This is all new to me. Mm -hmm. But I shouted anyhow. <laughs> run around the church, and then I got everybody. So they started running around the church. The old saints did. They started mm -hmm. running around the church. And then I got up front and I was giving my little testimony because I had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, but not just on food, but I could drink stuff. And then I, I went out in the spirit and they said, and I had seen stuff, you know, uh, in the church. And I, this was all new to me. Mm -hmm. And I was experiencing all this stuff. And I said, and I don't know what. Now, Denise got saved before I did, so she knew all this. And I, I went out in the spirit on the floor. Mm -hmm. Some of them didn't know what had happened. <laughs> and so I, uh, Denise said, let her alone. She'll be all right. So, and I, I did, and I got baptized. And one Sunday morning, I got baptized. I wanted to be baptized right mm -hmm. away in Austin Creek. Mm -hmm. uh, out of Frankfurt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, oh, it was beautiful. It was in January. They said, you're going to get pneumonia. I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that, that's really my testimony. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm.
that's that that that's my testimony. I, I, I could share more of it because a lot lot happened in that mm -hmm. in that time and stuff. I love that, it. Uh, the devil tried to. Interrupting this podcast for just a quick second to tell you about my wonderful partners that I have. I have partnered with three local businesses here in town to help with my podcast, and they have been absolutely amazing. Roast Coffee, Sweet William Blossom Boutique, and Maggie and Me Candle Company. These three businesses have been absolutely incredible. I know I just said that I'm repeating myself because when something is important, you repeat it. <laughs> uh, but truly, they have provided coffee, they have provided flowers, they have provided candles that have made everything about the podcast experience so special. You know, when you can sit down with someone and offer them a yummy coffee to drink and sip on as we pour it out, it is really special. When they come over and they sit down and there are beautiful flowers on the table, it is really special. And when they walk in my home and it smells good and it just makes it feel a little more homey and a little more inviting, well, it makes it even more special. So each of these businesses have partnered with me in a different way uh, to just make the whole recording experience really special. And I am so, so thankful. I'm so thankful for the ways that they have encouraged me, that they have poured into me so that I can pour out to others. <laughs> that sounds really cheesy, but it's the truth. And just the way that they have supported me, our community, we are so, so blessed to have a community uh, that truly, truly supports one another. And I am so grateful for their help, for their investment. And I invite you to go check them out. If you need a good cup of coffee, if you need a good lunch or a good breakfast, go check out Rose Coffee. They are fantastic. Their baristas are wonderful. If you are looking for the perfect pick-me-up gift for someone, if your friend is having a hard day or if they, uh, I had surgery last month, and, or two months ago, I'm sorry, and um, I walked out one day and there was a beautiful pink box waiting for me with chocolate-covered strawberries, and it made my whole day. It just cheers you up. Um, and they also, Sweet William Blossom also has the most beautiful flowers. They are unique and gorgeous. They have gourmet apples. I have a few friends that would give about anything for one of their apples. They are absolutely delicious. And they will even cut them up for you. So um, if you don't want to go through the process of cutting the apple up or if whoever you're getting it for, you want to make it a little easier, you can ask them and they'll slice it on up for you. And it's so, so yummy. And then Maggie and Me Candle Company, they are creating the most unique candles all the time different themes, different scents, making it look fancy, making it look fun. They're just absolutely wonderful. Check out these small businesses here in town. You can, um, I have individual interviews with each of the owners. You can listen to those, hear their heart and how they get start, how they got started in the business. And then also you can go uh, check them out on social media. Go to my webpage, www.alanabeverly.com, and you can get all of the information there uh, for how to contact them. So go check them out. Let them know I sent you, and let's get back to today's episode. All right, Miss Betty. So I had posted online that I was going to be interviewing you, and mm -hmm. there were some people that sent in some questions, so I've got some questions to ask you. So the first one is, what is the what is the one piece of advice you would give to people? What I would give to people? Well, let's see. Well, if you if if you want to have eternal life. You got to you got to have Jesus. Mm -hmm. you gotta have Jesus in your life, and it's not 
a lot of people, I think, oh, think it's easy. It is at first, but then you have to go through some things. You gotta, you gotta crucify the flesh. I, and when I first, I didn't know I had to crucify this flesh. Mm -hmm. You know, like Jesus did. You have to because you can't, you can't serve both of them. You can't serve that flesh, mm -hmm. and you can't. I had to learn not to be a people pleaser. I had learned to put God first, mm -hmm. and sometimes some of the things that he takes you through is not easy, but you can get through them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I always pray for Lord to, to strengthen me and to give me your joy. When I get up in the morning, mm -hmm. especially as you get older, you know, you have to go through this process of, it seems like it's another world, mm -hmm. you know, to you. But you, you gotta have Jesus in the, to get through yeah. this life. You can't do without him. Yeah. You can't do without him. He he he's there for you. He'll help you. And you have but a lot of times you ask him for something, you have to wait on it. Mm -hmm. And I've learned to wait. Mm -hmm. And it's worth it. Oh my goodness. If you go and do stuff, I've done things that I shouldn't have done. I've made a lot of mistakes that which I hadn't have made. And uh but God has always been there for me. Mm -hmm. He's been there for me now that, but you got to have him. You, you, you need him. Mm -hmm. You need this, this, this life is only temporal, mm -hmm. you know, and you got to be in the world like our pastor says, but not of the world. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's not easy, but if you, if you want eternal life, now you, you, you better straighten up. And that's the old saying you say and fly, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that yeah. that's my advice. It's he'll 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 love on you. Yeah, yeah. He'll love he'll get you there. Yeah, yeah. He, he it, and he'll he'll send somebody. And and one of the things I I I, I love to read. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to have a relationship with Jesus if you don't read the Word. Mm -hmm. That is your that's your meal ticket. Yeah. It, it really is. I mean, I said everybody should read two or three times a day. Mm -hmm. I'll get up in the morning, I'll read in the morning, and I'll always, I try to always read at nighttime before I go to bed. Now, what does that look like for you? When you read, do you have a set, like, how do you know what to read? Do you just wake up and say, I feel like reading this today, so I'm going to read this? Or do you have a set, like, reading plan that you follow? Or what? how do you decide what you're going to read? When I first started out reading the Bible, I always, I've always read the Bible, even when I told you I, I didn't know I was saved. I read it then. Mm -hmm. But I, start, I started in um, Genesis, mm -hmm. and I've read the whole Bible. I think I've read it twice. Kind mm -hmm. of. And then I'd, sometimes I just pick out, and sometimes the Lord, uh, my pastor, sometimes he'll have a, a reading. So I'll, mm -hmm. go home, I'll come home and I'll, I'll read that over. And sometimes I'll, I'll read uh, things that I want to read. I, gotta, I had to have a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. I had to know him in order to find me. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I didn't know who I was, mm -hmm. and you won't know who you are until you read the Bible, until you have that relationship. Yeah. And I, I think I've heard our pastor say, sometimes you read the Word, and those characters in there, like the disciples and Paul, you get to know them. Yeah. And I'll talk to them. To, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll talk to them. Well, I didn't see that in there. <laughs> I didn't know you did that, and you went through that. You know, you do, and you put yourself in their place. Mm -hmm. And that, that's what that's how I do. And sometimes mm -hmm. I'll now I've been this morning I read Sermon on the Mount mm -hmm. because there's uh, there's just a lot there's a lot in there. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, you read it one time, you get something out. Mm -hmm. You read it another time, you get mm -hmm. something else out. Of it. Mm -hmm. But to me, the important thing is me to know Jesus, to have a relationship with Him. Yeah, just like you and I have one, like me, me and Beth have a relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to know all about him, and I, I just I love him. Mm -hmm. And in the night nighttime, 
I can't keep my hands under my cover because I want to raise him. And I do raise him mm-hmm. to him. And I tell him how much I love him. And he and I get that back. Mm-hmm. I receive it back. I get more. I get more than my my share. Mm-hmm. And I and I love I love people. Mm-hmm. I love to hug people. Yes, you do. They 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 need that. Mm-hmm. We need that relationship. And so when I hug and I had a relationship with them, they got a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I want them to feel Jesus in me. I don't want them to feel feel me, but I want them to feel yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, if I could tell you the stories that I, the things that I have gone through, mm-hmm. and I didn't know why I had to go through them. I had to ask people to forgive me, which I didn't do anything. And one one lady that I had asked, and this is part of my testimony here, I had asked her to forgive me, but, but I hadn't done anything wrong. But the Lord said, you ask her to forgive you. So I did, and she wouldn't forgive me. She went on vacation, and her heart exploded. And I said, Lord, this is truth. I said, Lord, thank you for having me to, to forgive her. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't never know. Yeah, you gotta, you got, and I, I want to be, I want to be me. Yeah, I don't want to be nobody. I don't want to be. Yeah, and I, and I, don't, I go back. Sometimes I, I look back, and I, it's not bad to look back sometimes to see how far God has brought mm-hmm. you, and how thankful, mm-hmm. how thankful I am. And now, I don't have to wear shoes with holes in them now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to beg for food. Yeah, or don't have enough on the table. Yeah. Because he provides my needs. Mm-hmm. He does all my... I, I could tell you so much, but mm-hmm. I can't. You know, yeah. he's good. All yeah. I know is good. And, yeah. and what, I, what I'm saying today, I want God to get the glory. Oh, he is. All he the is. glory, all the glory. He is, he is. He's, been, he's good to me. He is. I've been offended many, many, many times. And I know a lot of people have, but you know what God showed me offense was? It's a test. It's a test. It's a test He puts you through to see how far you can take that that uh, offense. Mm-hmm. It's just a test. It's everything. Life is a test. Mm-hmm. Life is a test, honey. It's a, te- it's a test. And if you sometimes I did got an F on my test. <laughs> I did. But I praise God. I think I got an A. Yeah. I think I think I'm getting close to an A. I think. But you, you are. know, I think I think that uh, I didn't do so hot in school, but I did graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get very many A's. But anyhow, the rest of my life, I, I yeah. want to spend it with Jesus, and I know that we're going to have trials. We're going to have offenses. We're going to have all kinds of things still in my life, in with my age. But I, I want to get through it. And, and I think the more you go through these things, the more God gives you to stand on, to yeah. help you get through. The more strength he gives you. Yeah. And more love for him. Because it's his love, his power that gets us through. Yeah. That's what I want to say. I love it. Okay. I love it. I love it. So I know that he's always speaking to you. He's always saying things. But if you could sum up, What's the one thing that he's speaking to you now lately? What's he been showing you the most lately? Mm. Well, I got the list here. I got my little list yeah. here that I was still, I think I, I don't need if I can show. Uh, on Sunday, I'm to worship him with song. Mm-hmm. And I say, uh, he gave me this, he gave me this, uh, these little things to do every day, mm-hmm. one for every day, uh, last September. Mm-hmm. Last September, he gave me these, and I wrote them all down. These I wrote, you know, they're not in order, but I got I got them all in my Bible. I couldn't find it while I go, but I did have this one. And on Sunday, I'm to worship him with song. Mm-hmm. And on Monday, I'm to pray for other people. And then on Tuesday, I'm, pray, I'm to pray for my pastors. And I got a whole list of pastors. I want you, I'll just, I think I got a, I don't know how many I got, I got. All the one, two, three, four, five. I got a lot of pastors mm-hmm. on here in the air in the area. Down Chilcothy, my brother in Columbus, and then what up? What I 
to and then Wednesday on pray for our nation. Mm-hmm. And then on Thursday on to pray for our needs and the needs of others. Mm-hmm. And then that Thursday. And on Friday, I'm to pray for I'm to pr- just praise praise him all day, mm-hmm. which I do. I praise him every day anyway. And then on Saturday, I'm to pray for one member in my family. And then then Sunday, it goes back to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Now I just do them every day. I something every that. day that I do. I love that. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing that since last September. Yeah. Off and on. Yeah. I, I, I kind of got away from it because I didn't feel like he told me to do it. Kind of went away from it. But now I'm starting to start doing it again. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it again. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to pray. And then we had that. Pastor gave us a Daniel fast, and mm-hmm. that helped me so much. Mm-hmm. Helped me so much. But everything, you know, I get so much out of my the services, the church, and I love to. I, if if I'm not there, I feel like something's missing. Mm-hmm. Can I remember when we had the Kobe's? Mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. I, I I I I just was. Be found that I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. And uh, I sit back there in my chair and I see people come in, you know, and I didn't, couldn't give them a hug. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they needed one. I could feel it in my spirit. They needed one. I needed one. <laughs> and so I, I, I had a meltdown back here in that chair. <laughs> I had a meltdown. So I had to ask Linda, Linda to come and pray for me to settle me down. So she did. And I was okay after that. But anyhow, I, I love him. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. You've got to have a relationship yeah. with him. Will you, I want to ask you two more things. Will you share, um, before you thought that we were recording and we weren't, and you had told a story um, about how when you asked him to show you that he was real, will you tell that story again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I had read the, the word like, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I, I, I knew all that. I knew all that. But I hadn't, I didn't feel like I had experienced it. And I, and I believe, I know, believe Jesus loved me, but I didn't have that experience. I, I wanted him to show me mm-hmm. personally if he really loved me. Mm-hmm. I mean, love me. I, I don't, I didn't want nothing. You know, I didn't feel right. I, I know the Bible's real. Mm-hmm. But I wanted his love to be real to me right then, right then. And so it says he'll give you what you ask for. So I asked him, I said, well, show me now, Lord. You show me if you really love me. So I shut my eyes. I shut my eyes. And wasn't long, he showed me this body of water, this ocean, the ocean and the sea, or the sea. You couldn't see the end of it. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just, oh, just beautiful, beautiful. And so he said, you can't see the end of it, can you? And I said, no, no. I shook my head. No. And I guess he saw me. <laughs> and uh, he said, that's my never ending love I have for you. I love you. And I, mm-hmm. and I just, I, it just melted me. It yeah. just made me feel I, he, he really and truly honestly loved me, yeah. loved me for me, you know, for the things, the things that I had done. Yeah. The things I hadn't done, he was there for me. Yeah, and uh, I just—I can't tell you. I, I just love him so much. Yeah, well, I can't. It's—it's uh, it's not a head thing. Yeah, I have asked him to give me the Father's heart mm-hmm. for people. I've asked him not to let me see people as other people see him, but. Let me see people as you see them, Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm not your judge. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to see some of your loved ones mm-hmm. not serving. Because mm-hmm. he's there for them. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of a lot of them don't know him. Mm-hmm. And it breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. I was praying for him this morning. Yeah, And I always told the Lord, I said, I always told the devil, I said, you're not getting them. You're not getting none of one of my mm-hmm. grandchildren or my children. You're not getting them. Jesus died for them. 
Yeah. And you didn't have them. You didn't have no childbirth to have those children. And so I give them to you, Lord. Mm -hmm. I want him to have them. Mm -hmm. I want him to do something with them for them. Mm -hmm. But I know that they have to have, they got to do it for themselves. And I can't do only so much. You can only do so much for them. Yeah. You can tell them. I wrote letters to them. I've talked to them. So I don't know. I'm, I'm leaving it up to God. Yeah, just got to surrender them to him. I just want them to have a relationship. And it's not, a, and I'm going to tell you, it's not an easy road. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy road. But if you if you love Jesus and you want him, it says you'll be persecuted for righteousness sake for him. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've been persecuted. I know what persecution is. I know very well what persecution is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what it is to be hungry. I know how it is to not have clothes and people make fun of you. I know all that. I know, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. You gotta go. Gotta go through something. Yeah. So, gotta go through something. So, yeah. I've been through all that. So I know all that. Yeah. I don't know what else I have to go through. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been eighty-nine years. Yeah. Well, so. right now, right now, my legs don't work very good. But I, I tell, I, I thank Lord for the pain that I have. Yeah. It, the pain that I have in these legs, I can, I can get medicine. Mm -hmm. I try not to take too much of it, because mm -hmm. it, it will make you loopy mm -hmm. sometimes. But and but I, I, like I said, Jesus didn't have no, yeah, no pain medicine at all. Yeah. He didn't have no medicine. He did. He had to suffer, not my will. Yeah. But your will be done, Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what I say. I do. Yeah. He's just good to me. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 beautiful. So I I want God's heart. Yeah. I want God's heart. Well, you have God. It. God sees us. Mm -hmm. God's don't see us like people do. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And you'd be surprised how many times people have told me, and I've met them, but they don't see they don't seem too bad, Lord. I don't, I don't see that in them. Mm -hmm. And he'll say, I don't either. So that's good. Yeah. I, and I love, I love him. Yeah. So I, I've been asking for the father's heart. Yeah. So he's, he's, I believe he's already given it to me. Oh, he has. I, I love people. Yeah. I, I you love, love people more than, in a way that I've never experienced from anyone else. And so he, for sure has given okay, you. Okay. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> I will accept that. Um, well, to end it, I'm going to ask you, will you pray for us? There's people who, so there's people who will listen to this, who um, have been walking with Jesus for a really long time. Mm -hmm. There's people who will listen who haven't, who are new, but who are hungry and are excited, the yeah, kind of how yeah. you were when you yeah. started. And there's people who are listening who may not know him yet. Yeah, yeah. So will you just pray for all of us? Yeah. Yeah. Dear Father, I just I just thank you. I just thank you so much for for just today, for just this moment, Lord. And so Father, as I lift the people up to you, lift people up that don't know you, don't go to church. And are living just like a, a moral moral life like I used to do. Just morally good. And that's not enough. So Father, I just pray, Lord, that as, <clears throat> as I send a, even send the angels out, Lord. Mm -hmm. I can send them out because you said that, that they're 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 messengers. So I pray, Lord, that you raise up messengers like Atlanta here that know you, that you would bring people into their lives. A lot of times people don't go to people, but you can send people. So I pray, Lord, that they would find you and that you would just show your love for them. And you have all kinds of ways, for, Father, for your messengers to be out. You know, I just, I, I just want people to know that if they want eternal life and to spend eternal life with you, because I, I believe that this life, this life's going to end. It's going to be over. And 
if they haven't accepted you, they're going to go to the bad place. I'll call the bad place. The place that they don't want to go, there'll be torment. But Lord, you don't want none of us to go there. You, you want all of us to be with you, to be in heaven with you, and to spend eternity with you. This life here is very short. It's shorter, especially when you get where I'm at at 89, it gets shorter. But they can have this blessed life that you had given to me, Lord. So I pray right now, Lord, that you send people out as messengers to share your word, to share your salvation, and that they will accept. I pray, Lord, that you would prepare their hearts. Just prepare their hearts, Father. Because that's where it all started. That's where it all started with me in my heart. I, I just had a, a hunger. Give them a hunger and a thirst for you. Even people in the church, Lord. There's people in the church. They don't know you. They don't know of. They know of you, but they don't really know you. And there's a lot of people searching and seeking so, Father, I just pray that you help us, the ones that already know you from our hearts, that you would bring them to us sometimes. Sometimes you had to bring them to us and give us discernment, Lord, to know what they need. So I give you praise and give you glory today from on high. And, Lord, I just pray that people will read the word, have a relationship with you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That precious name of Jesus. There's not another name on earth that's the name of Jesus. Lord, you want to do for people. You're, you're up there, Lord, just looking down on us. So, Father, I ask you to look down on and, and scatter those ones, Lord, that, that that don't know you, Lord. Stir up and stir, stir the spirit in them, dear God. Stir a spirit in them, Lord, that they'll want you. Some of them don't know what they're looking for, just like I did. Lord, I just pray that your spirit would hover over the earth, mm -hmm. over the earth. Change us, Lord. Change us into what you want us to be, Father. And keep us, Lord, from the evil one. Mm -hmm. And I just praise you and thank you. I can't thank you enough, Lord. I cannot thank you enough. You have been so, so, so good to all of us, Lord. I just pray you spread your goodness upon people. Just like the farmers go out in the field and spray their crops, Lord. We have a harvest out there, Father, that needs sprayed, mm -hmm. need healed. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Spray, spray, Father. Spray the harvest. Spray the harvest. Thank you, Jesus. One of these days you'll be weeding this, Lord. Taking the good weeds out. Even the bad ones. I don't want no bad weeds. But spray the harvest. The harvest is great, like the word says. But the laborers are few. So I pray you raise up laborers, Lord. Mm -hmm. Go out into the vineyards. Go out into the streets. Go out into the mall. Go out into these grocery stores, Lord. They're out there, Lord. They're waiting. They don't know what they're waiting for. But let us, the know him, show them what they're waiting for. And I give you praise and glory, Lord. In your precious name, I just can't can't say enough about you today, Lord. Mm -hmm. you, you, may you be glorified, Lord, today. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you. I praise you in the name of Jesus, our son our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What, is, what a God we serve. Mm. What a God I serve. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, it's all mine. Well, thank you very much. And just thank you for letting me interview you. And thanks for talking. And I think I speak on every... Yeah person that will listen to this that knows you we love you yeah i love you too thank you for letting me share jesus yeah because he's worthy he is he's worthy to be he praised is. worthy to be oh, i won't be
Thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of Pour It Out with Alina Beverly. I hope and pray that whether this was your first time listening or your fifth time listening or even more than that, um, I pray that you were encouraged. I pray that it pushed you closer to Jesus. I hope that you have enjoyed this look back episode and that you will join me for more as we continue to look back over this month of August. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll join you back here soon for another episode.